Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, man, it is 5 o'clock. Steak Shapiro is oh, in for Carl Dukes. Wow. We got some great stuff that's off the air. Day days. Like, by the way, we're not on camera. I checked there. Those guys took a uh, vacation. Yeah, Although, what happened? I, I thought I was going to get one of those video yeah, cuts. Well, we, had, we have a great guy who got recruited by CNN. And I've, I've been told that the position will be filled and we will have the video back to. Because right. right now. Only your show, I think, is in there. Yeah, now. I think I mean, we're getting. Because we had all the juice and the kid was doing amazing work. Jason was our, our videographer. Was awesome. And, and now they got one camera. It looks like a snuff film. How so many I, hits? we got to figure this out. How many hits did you get when you and. Because uh, you and Carl never fight, right? No. Me we, and you we, probably fought 20 times more than that. We'd have a good. Old, the, you uh, and I would have good. We're probably good for four or five shouting spirited, arguments a yes. week in the old days. So you and Carl never had that, but you had that one. Yeah, because I mean, not that we we're, we're, look. I know some shows like all the you know the talking head shows you see on TV now that are so popular. Yeah, it's convoluted, and you take this side and you take that side, and we'll we'll butt heads. We don't do that. Every if there's a real or you don't get angry with each no, other. Or if there's but if there's a real legitimate you know argument, we're gonna. I mean, it, there's got to be something we really do get passionate about. And we got passionate about Ritter at the time. I said Ritter's a game manager. He's a bomb. Right. He's not gonna. And get he started it. screaming at you. What? Tell me! <laughs> tell me! Tell me! And, and when and who who had us winning the Super Bowl? We're going. I'm like, well, right. you know, you know, you know, Carl did change the argument. Like you know, like a wife would do. Regardless, but, I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not even yeah. taking sides. Just that. How many downloads did that? Oh, it went it went bananas. It went viral. Tell me, right? ho, ho, <laughs> tell me, tell me. Yeah, I mean that thing. We, <laughs> I mean, now we. Here's the thing. I don't have the inclination or the energy to do that every day. On a no, fake. I know I that. I just couldn't but come that here and be did, like, you know, that did today, go viral. Yeah, oh, right? it, went, it got over. Uh, what was it? Two hundred fifty. It was a. It was a zillion views. Because right. everybody was, here was like, "Dude, did you see the mic?" And oh. when you see it, you could see. Yeah. And I know you well enough. I could see that you know it was heated. You get the you get right. lightheaded, you get red faced, you get the whole <laughs> yeah, thing. Sure. Typical Irish, but right, I turned yeah, red. Right, but no, it was, but it was great. But that's like legitimate love I have for Carl. We we don't really we don't make up arguments don't, when we do have an argument. It's a summer some are fun. Sometimes we like once or twice a year we're I, good. We go to DefCon one. But I don't think, I don't think people like that in radio. I mean, it's like it, it's uncomfortable to listen mm-hmm. and watch. Every so often, and because we know you guys are buddies, mm. like that was entertaining when he starts screaming that. Let me hear that again. <laughs> tell me, ho, 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 tell me, ho. <laughs> that's entertaining. Oh. Anyways, but no, so Steak is in for Carl, and again, he'll be wor- not like he's you know, again. He never tells me where he's going, but I think he's doing some basketball this weekend. You'll see him on TV. You'll know he's in town. So no one's burglarizing his house, which I think okay. is probably why he doesn't want to tell you. where So he, he is. may be on the game tomorrow night. Correct with Trevor Scales. He could be. I don't know. Okay, let's watch. Anyway, right now the Falcon report in the uh, five o'clock hour is brought to you by All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors. We spoke with Arthur Smith. And, again, one of the things I want to want you to hear is the team is playing hard. Carl asked him the question. I will say this. Being up at Flowery Branches, we are nearly every week this season, even though the fans want to throw a brick at the television sometimes over the execution and some of the play calls, Calais Campbell, the leadership, uh, you know, guys like uh, Chris Lindstrom and Jake Matthews, there is a real group of guys, Jake, that they do 
like this coach. They like playing for this coach, and the effort's been there. Here's Arthur talking about the effort. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, you see teams, even the games that we've turned the ball over. I mean, the last two years have been two different things. I mean, Cincinnati was probably the worst one that sticks out to me. But we've been, you know, we've and again, you are what you are, and tough lessons learned along the way, so you're not making excuses. But these guys, no matter what's happened, we've, we've had a fighting chance, and then what we're building, what you want it to look like is what it did last week, but we need that consistency. And I think life's always about you can say whatever you want. You can get – you can have the best PR or some – you can hire some uh, foreign adversary to, to run an online campaign for you, you know, whatever the hell some of these influencers do too. At the end of the day, life's about action. And just watch. And we and then obviously we got to deliver, and that's our job. You feel you've changed over the course of the season as far as some of your things? I think you change every year. Okay. If you're not, uh, you know, you got your core beliefs, but, I mean – I think you naturally evolved if you're really doing self-reflection. And then the longer you're more experienced, hey, this is what I thought maybe two years ago. Learn this along the way. If you don't, you'll become a dinosaur. As I always says, you'll, you'll, get, you'll be like Blockbuster or, you know, always flash the pans and you, you get passed by. I, we were talking earlier about where this is going. You know, Arthur has uh, basically said he's going to look at these last few games. But do you feel that Arthur's already made up his mind and it's coach is coming back? Or there's going to be a if – you if you go up to Chicago and absolutely pfft, the bed, is is Arthur Blank's mindset going to change? It's a great question. Um, I think he's he, – you know, the, the problem with a coaching change, and there's so much, is that, you know, is you're flipping the whole building. I mean – it's 30 positions you got to change, 25, 30 positions. It's from nutritionist to head trainer to the weight room guy to the assistant DB coach to every linebacker and, and offensive court. I mean, you're, right. you're flipping the whole building again. Right. It's been three years. And now what are you saying? Like, this personnel is good enough, but we just need a brand-new staff. Nobody wants to flip the building and have to do that. It's arduous. I don't know that Arthur Smith can't coach. I mean, I know he's, he's had a terrible year. Um, and, and maybe the last two years were better because our personnel wasn't good. We were seven and 10, but it's a results oriented business. I think if you end the season and you lose these two games and you end the year with the same record as the two years before. So if you're seven and 10, you had 125 million on defense. You spent, you should have been so much better there than you were. You had another high draft pick. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, you kept telling us like pick high in the draft three years in a row. We picked a quarterback. If you're seven and ten, it's a disastrous season. Right, Bill Barnwell does the write-up, uh, and I think he has one of the best jobs. I know not everybody wants to pay to play it. He's on ESPN Plus yeah. a lot of the content. Yeah, but, read it. But he had a breakdown today, and and, and something I, I thought was right on point. And we talked about this a lot with Arthur this year. The usage rate with Bijan. I mean, look, I, I get it. You know, it, there is complexities to an NFL offense, and if he's not picking it up, or but we thought he was going to be the secret weapon in the slot, out as a wide receiver. And he's not that – I mean, the numbers, he's going to be over 1,000 yards from line of scrimmage, and he's going to set some records for the team as a rookie. But nothing like what we expected. Slam dunk, offensive rookie of the year, game changer, yep. catching the ball, mismatches no, on even, safeties. He's and, not yeah. even top four right. for offensive rookie of the year. Forget about defense. So, my, my, but point, my is, point is – I he, think he's coming back, yeah. and I think the decision well, – what's going to change? Is he going to be a call into plays? Well, first of all, the, the biggest indictment is that Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith went to Arthur Blank and, and Arthur said, what's our plan? And they said, our plan is that Desmond Ritter can, run, can lead this team. Desmond Ritter can get us to be a playoff team. Desmond Ritter can get us to win a division. And that now with all the pieces we've added on defense, the Jesse Bateses and Bud Dupree's of the world and Calais Campbells, we're going to be a lot better there. And now we have a quarterback that we think can win, and we should be much better, right? I'm sure they told right. him that. So you failed. I mean, whatever you told Arthur Blank wasn't true. 
Desmond Ritter may never take another snap in this city ever again. Right. So what are the repercussions? Are the repercussions you don't get to call plays anymore? Or did Arthur Smith learn, like he said? Did he learn, <laughs> right? Did he learn that I can't be so stubborn? Did he, listen, I can tell you this. He definitely learned you can't be the most um, ornery or a smug guy in press conferences. Ten weeks ago, he's snapping at everybody, telling us this isn't fantasy football and, and just, you know, being, you know, just uh, kind of the smartest guy in the room. He's changed that, hasn't he? Well, I felt I, I told Carl at the time I felt somebody in the organization, I don't know how high in the food chain, maybe I Rich totally McKay, agree. I said, think somebody said, said look, knock it off. But you can't be that snarky. You can't act. To your right. point, everything you just said, you can't do that here with this media. You, 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 you haven't earned that right. Right. You can't, you can't Bill Belichick it. is the biggest a-hole. He's won six Super Bowls, nine overall, something crazy. Right? And he still is getting... I mean, you talk about oh, the Boston media. The Boston media is turning the oh, knife with so relish right now. Dude. Yeah. Th- those morning guys at WEI up in Boston, they get Belichick on Monday and have to ask him those uncomfortable questions. I think about you and Mike. You guys do it in person. They do it too also. I, so, I, listen, what's going to change? You'll have a new quarterback. You know, it's not unheard of that you can't turn it around in the NFL. I think um, defense has been really, really solid this year. Yes, they've given up big late drives. Right. Um, you got a star in Bijan. Um, Drake can play. Kyle Pitts is a bust. I mean, you know, come on. Fourth pick overall. You could have had Justin Fields. And the other thing is next year, I mean, you're going to have to have a dis- make a decision. Now, av- availability, injuries, we all know it. The, the, he was not 100%, and he hasn't been. The, and now he's coming into his own. He's been, been a big fa- bigger factor. My question is, say, and I, I asked Arthur Smith this, you know, m- uh, months ago. If he can't block, why are you asking him to block? Right. I mean, I, I, we're getting beyond all the. Why is a guy that size know, can't block? Well, also I mean, bothers but, you. But the, the dopey play calling, we already we covered that one months ago. But my point is, look, Tony Gonzalez, you knew right. what he did. You utilize. They it. don't put you, him on the goal line and say crush a right. guy up on the uh, right. uh, from the one and yard line. If you draft him at four, he's got to be the unit. He's got to be. You draft him to See, be Kelsey. You draft you drafting the guy at four. You're expecting this guy to be a 10, 15 year guy, Hall of Famer guy. At, oh, at that yeah, that, that's what I mean. I mean, he, he didn't draft him in the second round. He's the highest drafted tight end of all time. It's a bust. This is the end of year three. He's the, got the 10th most catches in the NFL at the tight end position or something like that. I mean, it's a bust situation. My, my, my question to you, Mike, who are you going to hire to flip the building mm-hmm. for you? A great college coach, the hottest new coordinator, a retread NFL coach, and he's going to bring in his guys? Like, you know, it, it's just – it's three years. Mm. He certainly, it's a fail this season if you don't win the division in the playoffs, and it looks like that's what's happening. But I think that you're going to stay the course. I think you're an eight and nine team, mm. so you'll beat Chicago and lose to New Orleans, or you'll lose to Chicago and beat New Orleans, and you'll end up with the record you deserve. And Arthur Smith will probably keep his job. How you find a quarterback? I mean, that's, that's going to be fascinating. I don't we, know. We will be talking, and you're going to hear the conversation. We spoke with Ross Tucker, who's calling the Bears and the Falcons. We're going to play that for you as our strong-arm story because he goes in-depth on what was Fields in Chicago, what he could be in Atlanta, the coaching issues that we've had here with our offense. By the way, uh, we did get that news yesterday that uh, Taylor Heineke was limited with an ankle injury. So we'll keep an eye on that one because, uh, obviously, if you go back to <laughs> – imagine having to go back to Ritter in Chicago. Oh, my – you know, I was thinking yeah. about that the other day. One injury and Desmond Ritter's back on the field and – uh, by mm. the way, Falcons a three-point underdog. So Vegas is essentially telling you that the rosters of the Bears and the rosters of the Falcons are just about identical. You get three points for home field. Right. Makes sense. Bears are six and nine. 
They haven't had a great year, but not awful. Worst seven and eight. We've had a worse year than the Bears because I don't think expectation was as high right. in Chicago, right? Right. And again, guys, we got a twelve percent chance of making the playoffs. It's eighty-four for the. By the way, Bucks win against Tampa. the. They, they've clinched their playoff it, spot. It, they they sweep the next two. They've got the division. We'd have to win. It, even if, if we win they out. if they beat Carolina week right. eighteen, correct? They win the division. So and even if they lose this week to New Orleans, correct? If they beat the Carolina Panthers. So and we need a bunch of teams ahead of us to all lose out. By the way, we're a terrible road team. Correct. You're trying to win. We already tried to win in New Orleans last year, uh, right? That was the Desmond Ritter game, second game. Uh, his first game was in New Orleans last year. Then and with second the, was Cincinnati. And, yeah, yeah. No, it was the you – no, know, Cincinnati was when the, all the defensive backs got banged up. That was early in your Ritter's two road games were uh, New Orleans and Baltimore. Okay. And it was a tough game in Baltimore. Yeah, we had the yeah. – uh, and, and that's when Drake London right. got stripped that's in New Orleans. I, Drake London had the fourth correct. down catch and gets stripped Correct. And that's why I always – and I asked Coach this at the time last year. I just felt after the grenade toss game with Mariota, who I – you know, I mean, that's the game you got to go to at home in, against Chicago here at Mercedes-Benz. His first game was in New Orleans of all places. Right. You know? And, and then this year, Carl uh, – that's the third – that's $15 that's okay. I owe data. I've been called a lot worse. But uh, stakes in for Carl today. But real quick. You gave him one series and pronounced him fit to go as your starting quarterback. When everything was everything is based on what this guy can do, and you said one series stake against the Bengals, he should have had every freaking step, three quarters every game preseason to get those reps under his belt. I don't know if that would have changed the outcome. No, it would have been more prepared. Well, it would not have made him turn it over less to play more in the preseason, but there's no justification for not playing Desmond Ritter. Mm. That guy needed every NFL snap there is. Listen, he got plenty of NFL snaps. He got benched. He went to Carolina, and all he had to do was don't turn it over. The only thing we're asking you, don't turn it over. And what does he do? He ends the season. That turnover at Carolina ended it. The worst. Ended it. The one thing he can't do, he did. We'll come back. At the goal line. Well, the red zone, I mean, look, the three against the Bucks are still inexplicable to me. Guys, we'll come back and Ross Tucker tells you what he thinks about Justin Fields, a guy a lot of folks would love to see under center here for next year for the Falcons. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Radio 92.9 The Game Sports Flash. Brought to you by Bader Scott Accident Attorneys. After an accident, don't wait. Dial 8. Call 404-888-8888. I'm Caleb Johnson. This update is brought to you by D. Geller & Son. Visit dgeller.com. The Falcons are one of four NFC teams with a 7-8 record. Atlanta can increase their playoff hopes on Sunday to 16% with a win over Chicago, which is more than the Bears have to play for at 6-9 with just a 1% chance for the postseason. However, for the Falcons, the focus will always remain on the team directly in front of them, as head coach Arthur Smith explained this week. I mean, I think you're aware of it. The reality is, like, nothing matters. Like, when you, when you start to get caught up, it's just a waste of time. You know, the players and coaches, I mean, nothing matters but Chicago. Because if you go out there and we don't play well in Chicago, nothing, nothing else matters. Other news in the NFL was the announcement on Wednesday of two first-time candidates for the Pro Football Hall of Fame class in 2024. Julius Peppers and Antonio Gates joined nine returning finalists who advanced to the final stage of voting. The ballot has a total of 15 players, including five-time finalists Reggie Wayne and Torrey Holt. Two former Falcons are also finalists on this list, defensive end Dwight Freeney and returner-slash-wide receiver Devin Hester. At DeGeller & Son Jewelers, they've been helping craft the most magical proposals in Atlanta since 1939, and the real magic is that they can make it happen before the ball drops on December 31st in Atlanta, Kennesaw, and Sandy Springs, and online at DeGeller.com. Keeping you up to date on Atlanta sports when it happens, I'm Caleb Johnson from the Kia Studios. On your home of Sunday's Falcons-Bears game, kickoff at 1, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Atlanta Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The strong-arm story of the day is brought to you by John Foyt Associates Personal Injury Law. It is Dukes and Bell. Appreciate the feedback on the text line, and you can always follow us. Uh, I am at uh, Mike Bell ATL, and you can follow us. Saying, by the way, if you, I meant to bring this up earlier when I introduced you. A man who needs no introduction. Don't forget Atlanta Eats, which has become hugely successful, and and Steak's doing his thing. He is uh, at Steak Shapiro on social media as well. We, we don't say the X; we just call it Twitter. Yeah, we got a new uh, food review up on Instagram, so that seems to be you know like the sports thing. People are like, uh, it's he. Does he really talk sports? Because all I really hear. <laughs> Last I checked, he was eating a cheesesteak. So we have a new burger review Saw up that. on Instagram. Very, I, I'll talk about it because I think yeah. some of those calls were right on point. Speaking of food, here's a guy that could do the same thing if he wanted to. Ross Tucker joins us right now on the WaitFor.com hotline. He's on the call for Falcons Bears. Merry Christmas, Ross. Just saw you up there for uh, Army-Navy. And how you been? Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you guys and everybody in Atlanta. It was great to meet you in person, Mike. And I'm doing great, man. I'm, I just landed in Chicago. I'm in a 
car on the way to the city and fired up, fired up for a bunch of things. I mean, first of all, Chicago is like an elite food city. So I already got my reservation tonight with a couple of my Princeton teammates who live here. And then tomorrow night with the, the CBS crew. And then obviously really looking forward to the game, man. I, um, you know, I've been there. I, I've been in these late season games where there's a lot on the line. And, and even if, you know, for Chicago, you know, maybe the playoffs are kind of uh, highly unlikely. There's a lot on the line for their head coach, Matt Eberflus, and their quarterback, Justin Fields. I mean, there's a lot of people playing for jobs these last two games. Storylines abound, obviously. Um, we think we got a lot in Atlanta trying to figure out how we didn't get in the playoff mix. I guess it's a 15% chance to make the playoffs or less. But in Chicago, I think the most fascinating, especially because he's a local kid in Justin Fields, you got the top pick. There's some franchise-esque legendary kids coming out of college. What continues to be the buzz about the commitment to Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears? Well, what's so interesting about it is it, it really feels like the city is split 50-50 yeah. in how they feel about it. And it's, it's not an easy question to answer, right? Because there's so many ancillary factors that go into it, such as if they stuck with Fields and trade the number one overall pick again for the second year in a row, what could they get in return for it? Because that's part of the equation. If they elected to decided they wanted to get a new quarterback with that number one overall pick and traded Justin Fields, what could they get for him? Now, Fields did under contract uh, next year, and then they can pick up his fifth-year option if they want to this offseason. So they could have him under contract for two more years but you know if he really excels next year they're going to have to give him one of those huge big time contracts whereas a rookie quarterback would be on a rookie deal for a bunch of years so there's a lot of different factors goes into it I think maybe complicating things is there's a lot of speculation about Matt Eberflus the head coach and his status along with the offensive coordinator Luke Getze so I think there's some school thought well you know, Fields has the has the tools. We just need a different offense, just need a different uh, offensive coordinator, and then he can make the most out of Fields. So there's yeah. – I mean, I know you guys have some questions yeah. down there in Atlanta. I think they might have you beat in <laughs> terms of questions and variables and massive, all kinds of things. Massive decision right. for the Bears. And that's the thing, Ross. And, by the way, Ross Tucker is the uh, – he's our insider guys, our Odyssey NFL insider. Calls presented by Health Markets. Shop for health insurance your way. That's the thing, Ross. Because a lot of guys, you know, Carl and I, Carl especially, was banging the drum back at the draft. We took Kyle Pitts. This is the guy, local kid, going to put fannies in the seats. And then you look at it and you say, just like Baker Mayfield in Cleveland, this guy's had a bunch of nitwits calling the plays. No disrespect to Matt Nagy. He's back getting coffee for Andy Reid. You got a guy, Luke Getz, he's never been a, an OC at the NFL level before. And this is the guy you've got to fix. Or, I mean, and how much fixing does he need? How much tweaks does he need? You know what's interesting, by the way, just as you say that, um, it would be pretty interesting to see what Arthur Smith, you know, could have done with Fields the last three years, just because you know Arthur Smith loves to run the ball so much, and Ritter is sort of a uh, a poor man's Justin Fields, right? Mm-hmm. Like not as strong of an arm, but pretty decent arm. Not as athletic as Fields, but pretty good athlete. Hey, the, the, the best but plays, then- the best plays we've run the entire season. Are Desmond Ritter inside the 10, inside the 20, running the ball? Right. I mean, those, those literally were the only guaranteed touchdown makers is Desmond Ritter's legs inside the 10-yard line. 
Yeah, you know what I think is interesting about Ritter is that, you know, it's not like the Falcons even traded up to get him. You know, they, they, took, him, they took him in the third round. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't trade up to get him. They're not paying him a ton of money. I think they thought they saw enough promise last year to give him this year. And, again, he did some positive things. You know, it's one of those things, if you could just – not have that one or no, two but that's, bonehead yeah. play. We, we said it enough. Every I mean, game. I mean, you guys, it's just you guys not, have double-digit wins right now. You, it, everything in life, I tell my three kids, has repercussions. And for Desmond Ritter, unfortunately, you've lost the right to be our quarterback. You lost the right. You, 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 you literally have no respect for the football. And Mike and I have seen a lot of quarterbacks. Des, Desmond Ritter was the worst at it. So I ask you the question. Nobody's been worse on the road, really, than the Falcons for three years under Arthur Smith. It's not a game we normally win. Is there a scenario as you watch tape and say the Falcons team from last week has a chance to win in Chicago? Yeah, honestly, I think it's a field goal game either way. I think the point spread right now, it's interesting, has the Bears favored by three as the home team, and it's going to be cold. So, you know, that tells you that they think these are two pretty evenly matched teams. You know, the Bears are four and two in their last six. And if you remember the two losses, guys, they were up by double digits against the Lions in Detroit. Right. Whatever that was, five or six weeks ago. And then they were up by double digits in Cleveland until Flacco had that miraculous comeback. So the Bears could so easily have won six in a row and been in the playoff race. Although you obviously in Atlanta – know a thing or two about losing a bunch of close games this year, which is why I always say to people, you ever notice how people call in and say that they never mention like the close wins they had, you know what I mean? <laughs> they never mention, well, that one could have gone the other way. Right. Uh, I think it's going to be an awesome game. The teams remind me a lot of each other. I mean, they're both playing really good defense right now. They both really want to run the rock. They both ran for over 200 yards last week. They both want to be running teams that throw play action off of it and play good defense, and that's kind of what they are. I mean, the Bears are number one in the NFL against the run, stopping the run. They're number two rushing team in the NFL, and they're six and nine. So maybe that's not as important as we used to think it is, you know? I mean, I can't remember back in the day when when we were all younger, the number two ranked rushing team, number one stopping the run was six and nine. It's a different league now. Passing means a lot. Red zone means a lot. The Bears have the worst red zone defense in terms of allowing touchdowns in the NFL. And red zone's been our kryptonite. I mean, it's funny, Ross, you bring up a great point. You know, there's games we're talking about, ones we blew, like the Vikings game, we let Dobbs run away, and same with Kyler Murray. We beat the Bucks 16-13. Ritter turned it over. We had three fumbles in the red zone. Yeah, we, we have exactly the record <laughs> so, we deserve. Same thing. We had a late drive against the Packers. We could have lost that game. We had a pick six that didn't go back. We, we landed on, on the exact record we deserve. It's the Parcells maxim, yeah, really. Totally you know, exact, you, what record says you are what you are. It's our man, our Odyssey NFL insider, Ross Tucker. Uh, real quick, because you're in Philly. The, the Eagles look really sloppy against the Giants. I mean, I, we're tr- it's like, who's going to win the NFC now? Because the, the 49ers just got smacked around by the Ravens. Dallas gets beat by the Dolphins. And the Eagles make it, you know, you know, it looked ugly. I, I saw those Eagles fans were just apoplectic against the Giants. Well, so first of all, the Niners are still the best team in my mind. I mean, you look at almost every metric, every statistic. The Ravens had a great game plan. They picked off five balls. Several of them were tipped. I I still think the Niners are the best team in the NFC. Kudos to the Ravens for a great performance. 
That said, I, I actually I'm a little more optimistic than a lot of the Eagles fans are. I mean, I called that game on the radio. It was on Christmas. I get in the elevator after the game, and there's Eagles fans getting on their worst 11 and four team I've ever seen. Like, can you imagine you guys <laughs> in Atlanta? How much would you? How much? I mean, there's people in Atlanta that would cut off part of their pinky right now to be the worst 11 yeah. and four team that they've ever seen. You know, the thing that I think people are discounting about that game. I mean, the Eagles had almost 500 yards of offense. And all their main guys, you know, Herbert, DeAndre Swift, Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, Goddard, they all had pretty good games. And then defensively, they gave up less than 300 yards. I mean, really, it was the bomb from Tyrod Taylor to Slayton that got them back in it again. Other than that, they would have had barely over 200 yards. There were a couple fluke plays. Goddard falls on an out route, and they return it for a pick six. Boston Scott runs into his own guy on the kickoff return, that leads to a touchdown. I'm feeling a lot better. If you, I, I think if you're an Eagles fan, you got to be feeling a lot better about their Super Bowl chances because they got a great spot to maybe get the number two seed, which would be big. And then also, you know, they finally got the offense going again and felt like they were moving the ball the way they're supposed to be moving it. And the Niners looked beatable. That doesn't mean the Eagles can do it or that the Eagles will do it. But at least the Niners didn't look like this unstoppable machine. It looked like, you know, they could be had. And that, that game was in San Francisco, too. Right. Ross, man, we are, we're short on time. We always appreciate uh, your time. Have fun in Chicago. So, real quick, what other restaurants you're going to? Yeah, where are you going tonight and what your, what's your lineup? Yeah, tonight is Lux Bar. Uh, tonight, tomorrow night's Gibson Steakhouse. Oh, classic. Our director, mm-hmm. our director is from Chicago. So, he was debating between those two for a Friday night. Hmm. So I stole the other. I stole the other one for tonight with my uh, with my Princeton boys. Good stuff nice. from our man saying, Ross uh, Tucker, guys. Appreciate that man is always joining us here uh, every week. Just a good dude, man. Knows his stuff, and he'll be on the call, guys. When you're watching this week, it'll be Ross Tucker. He's been breaking down field. A lot of guys hitting us up, by the way, on the text line during our conversation with Ross. Really feeling Justin Fields, and I think you and I know that would put some fannies in the seats. Listen, the, if, if they believe that Caleb Williams uh, or Drake May is a better option, and like you talked about earlier, Mike. That, that those guys will be on rookie deals. Mm-hmm. You keep Justin Fields, he's two years away from having to pay him mega money, right? You all know right. what – when you have a Brock Purdy, a seventh rounder, guess what? You, you fill around on Nick Boats and Christian McCaffrey's around him. Right. So if you save two years in your Chicago, what is the asking price on the market – for Justin now, Fields. I've seen some uh, where, the again, there's this valuation you guys have seen. Everybody does it. And how many what units are, they are you moving up? Some guys say we got to do a one, but I've seen somewhere we can do a two and we can move a two next. There's ways to get around giving up a first-round pick on I, this. I don't know that Chicago can say no to two, two. extra years of, of not having to pay a guy. Well, not to mention, where's, Caleb their, Williams? Not, where's their leverage? Everyone, everyone kind of, I mean, they right. feel they've well, shown their hand. You know? Well, yeah. yeah, and once they do, that'll drive the market down. Correct. We'll talk more about it, guys, in the six. I went up next, though. Steak said, are we going to talk some NBA or what, cha-cha? Also, can I just tease one thing? Sure. You know my mom, right? Valia. She How just, was your mother? She just sent us a text. She's listening to the entire show. You know, I tell my wife never listens. My 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 mother even knows what I'm filling in for uh, Carl. Oh, fantastic. You Nostalgia. Go, it, Love my Why didn't Michael visit me if that was Army Navy game? You got, just a stone throw away to Brookline. You gotta read the text she wrote. We'll talk you about You gotta that. read this text on the air. Steaks mom is an oh, absolute sweetheart. Terrible. Who starts a sports radio station in Atlanta? What's wrong with you? We'll come back, guys. Dukes and Bell with a steak in for Carl. Ten. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. <laughs> hey, man, Dukes and Bell, hope you guys are enjoying a little mashup. Our boss, Mike Conti, said, let's put steak with uh, Mike. We do this about once or twice a year. Carl is on vacay. He will be doing some Hawks, by the way. Keep an eye out for Carl doing the pre and post with our buddy Trevor Scales on a Valley uh, Sports South. And we're going to talk some Hawks in a yeah, second. Yeah, I'm going to Hawks tomorrow night uh, right. with some folks. So uh, I'll come by and that see you. We'll go see old Red Velvet, Kyle. Uh, uh, I guess Kevin Schroeder. Yeah, uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin Herter. <laughs> Who's Kevin Schroeder? Uh, oh, that's ma- Dennis Schroeder. You so messed that's a up. Mashup. You messed up Kevin Herter and Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, I saw Ke- him the other night. Day Day, the only man who I've ever seen do a uh, Audi R8 and wrap it in crappy gold. It's the worst. Remember that? Remember that car he used to drive around? I'm like, what are you doing? He's playing for Toronto now. Is that right? Great. You thought, yeah, you he's thought, in Toronto. You thought my contract negotiating skills were bad when I came up here? When I worked with you at the old station? Remember when he turned down that? Like, was oh, it? The money from the Lakers. The he was, he was the deal. face of the term uh, dropping the bag. Yes. Yeah, he was the face of that for quite a while. They offered him a multi-year deal. He felt slighted went uh, and went around after that. And, and then, got one-year deals. got one-year deals. He had he, 45 he is, guarantee. He, he is not a pleasant guy to have on the roster, by the way, from everything I've heard. He's a pain in the butt. Yeah. Anyways. Old Hawks. For those who don't remember, guys new to Atlanta, he had umlauts over his uh, name. Yeah. Is that what that is? <laughs> All right, so can like I just say, proud. I know this is your show. I just want to say one no, thing. No, drop it. So we worked together a long time. Um, some of the best. Mikey does great voices for a lot of folks, but he always did a good steak, although Chris Cotter probably. Yeah. Who, Chris Cotter got the uh, huge uh, opportunity to call the Fenway Bowl today. Was uh, Chris on the Wasabi Fenway yes, Bowl? Chris Cotter, guys, great Georgia Tech alum, good dude, uh, one yeah, of our good buddies. 790 yeah. The Zone. He lives here in Atlanta. Yep. Yeah, and he's a Georgia Tech alum. Anyways, so you do a lot of voices, and my mom – You've known for years, mm. just like I've known your family for years. Your, your mother Valia. Yeah, so um, we've known each other's family a long time. And and she, God bless her, living on her own in her 80s. Mm. Uh, I think she's 83, maybe 84. I don't know. She's in phenomenal <laughs> shape. Yes. She's up there in Chestnut Hill and, and living there. And she was listening. Okay. Because first, the first thing that happens, of course, when I'm not on the air 9 to 11, she's, she's in, wondering what's in going a panic. On. Right, right. Total panic. What's wrong? I'm super, uh, you know, uh, stressed out. I said, I'm working with Mike Bell today in Afternoon Drive. So uh, look at the, read the text that she just sent to, to me about All 20 right. minutes ago. I've been listening to the whole afternoon to the shenanigans you and Bella carry on. You are truly a hoot, both of you. Please say hello to him, and I love that little segment about the wife being out of town and the black hair on the pillow. So Thank you, Valia. You got to slow it down for folks, but she's uh, uh, yes. because I love the segment about the wife being out of town and the black hair on the pillow. Yes. So there was an earlier Steven, segment. He's, he's, that's a hoot. It was a hoot. 
And by the way, is that I, a mom thing or what? You are uh, truly a hoot. Dude, Both of you oh say hello to him, and I love his segment about the wife out of town and the black hair on the pillow. <laughs> Mike, we were talking about how he got thrown out of his uh, condo. Yes, many, 25 years 25 ago, years lest ago. the wife be rewinded on the Odyssey app, which may be happening as we speak. Somebody is going to tell Becky you need to listen to Mike and Steak and for all the wrong reasons. All you reasons. people down at, uh, at Canongate can, Golf, there's no reason to tell my wife to you, listen to the show. Can you get in trouble for cheating <laughs> 25 years ago with a different person than I, the person I you're with? I would think married woman would say the answer is yes. But, but you'll know as soon as you walk in the house, right? You'll be able yeah. to feel the tension. Oh, it'll be Anyways. How was that? How was your work today? I'm good. You know, when you get to one-syllable answers, that's always... When you're with a woman long enough, it takes less than half a second to know know that there's something going on. I'm not mad. Why? You're acting weird. Why am I acting weird? What's weird? No, I'm just... um, I'm glad you guys had fun last night. Oh, okay. So now we're getting... We're peeling away the layers. Slowly but surely, here it comes. Yeah, yeah. Day-Day, do you go through these same travails that we're talking about? Oh, yeah. You can tell... Can you tell in half a second... Oh, oh! Instantly, I can feel it as soon as I, I walk in the feel, house. Right? Like you can walk in the house and you're, you're just s- like, yeah. "Oh, yeah, this ain't." Oh, uh, right. It's like okay. Yeah. And then it's a matter of how long are we going to play the game of what I did wrong, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, are we going to play? The, are we going to spend a, uh, a half hour on this? Right. And well, the key is the is the hello, and then the silence. How long the silence lasts after hello? Right. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, I've told the story. I don't know if Day Day's heard this one, but years ago when I had my first radio job, and I was lucky enough to work in the Hamptons, for, of all people, Paul Simon's brother had a radio station from Simon and Garfunkel, and it was a little top 40 station, and I got to live in this big beach house, which he had a friend. It was, he, was, he came to come to the office one day and he goes, Mike, I know we're trying to find you a place to live. It's very, it's very expensive, and you're part-time. Yeah, they working like five sure. jobs. He goes, I got a buddy, Joel. He's got this house on Dune <laughs> Road. Would you mind house-sitting? You know, sweep the tennis courts and clean the pool when the realtor shows it. <laughs> okay. I'm like, ah, I can do that. So I wound up. They never sold this place. It was literally like one of those, like, you know, you go on Zillow. Like, you know, $10 million. Wow. Frank Lloyd Wright, uh, one Crazy. of his disciples, designed yeah. this house. So I get to live in this house. And, of course, my Irish cousins came in on it and, you know, got all my boys. And it was a, it was a bacchanal. So at one point, my dad comes out to the Hamptons. And uh, he, I, one day, I'm at a bar. And he saw my name and says, you know, Mikey B hosts, you know, Coors Light at whatever party. And my dad's like, driving off and down Montauk Highway trying to find you. What's going on? I go, what are you doing here? Ah, your mom and I had a spat. Mind if I crash for a few nights till things blow over? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? Ah, you know, just give me the silent treatment. You know how that goes. I'm like, all right, Dad. Well, you know, we got room. Okay. My old man lived with me for the summer of 1988. The whole summer. The entire summer. Didn't that happen in Manhattan also when he yeah. got to, uh, did you guys live together? Yeah, we lived in the city. Yeah, we yeah. lived in the city together. He got, he got thrown out on yeah, that well, one too. Well, Mom, I came home. Old man's like, sit down, got to talk. You're 11. You're a man now. <laughs> My dad's logic. <laughs> me and Mom, well, things are getting sideways. Uh, she's going to move out to Long Island with your brother and sister. And uh, you're, you're a big enough boy now. You want to go with them? Me, myself, and I, well, we're going to get a two-bedroom in the city. <laughs> it's like I'm going with you, Dad. Right. Ray, Ranger games, Nick games, <laughs> go to the bar every night. You know, Peter Pan. Got, right. Dad had me bar. My dad knew all the guys day day, so I was I was uh, bussing tables. At Literally Smith 11, 12 years yeah, old. 13 years old. It was Classic, the best job dude. ever. So so when my parents, and again, Carl, this is good because I always, Carl's heard these stories. He still laughs at them, but day day is, is producing and engineering today. So the joke is, my wife says it's pretty funny. My parents eventually get back together. My wife says, I'm the only kid in America upset his parents got back together. Right. Life was so good. Right. Get, Get, Ranger games, Nick games, <laughs> Jets games. You know, the old man. All, great no, meals every night. 
Hey, we got some great news for you. Mom and I are getting back together. The whole summer, my junior year. Like, you're making me uncomfortable. Like I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm living down there, and, and I spent my summers at Manas in Fort Lauderdale, and I was, I was waiting tables at Gulfstream Park, and you know, working at Shooters, and then my, my dad all summer long. Big surprise, buddy boy, when you come home. You know, I always come home in time for football yeah, practice yeah. In, in New York. That's August. So I, my dad picks me up at LaGuardia, and I'm like, What's you're going the wrong way. The city's that way. We're going, you go, you going, <laughs> Belt Park. You go, That's the big surprise. Me and your mom are back together. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I literally dated, I said, I thought I was getting an effing motorcycle. <laughs> hey. I thought we moved to a concierge right. building. Right. So for those waiting for the Hawks report, we're going to have to push that back to 6 o'clock we've just blown to another set. But this is kind of how the show has been. Yeah, today. exactly. Listen, I mean, you, can, you can talk about the Hawks right. any day. But right. I, I will say. But my dad lived and died for the Knicks. And, uh, and my father, you know. was Hart, he, So was that Ab- of all your dad's teams Knicks, were the Knicks, Knicks number one? Mets, Knicks and Mets. So he watched the uh, Walt Frazier title oh. with Earl of Pearl, Willis and Reed, DeBusher. I've told, because again, a lot of these stories for guys who listen to the show, I apologize. But, you know, for Steak and, and for Day Day and for you and your car. My dad, anytime I, we, I never took a sick day, never could, could. If I had chicken, my dad was like, chicken pox, can't they get? Oh, all right. So that was the one week I didn't, I could actually be sick from school. The old man would literally every time invoke when for a work ethic, the Willis Reed story against oh the Lakers. Oh my god! Every time coming Will, out of the locker every, room, day day. Willis Reed, his leg is gone. They amputated at the <laughs> knee. He hobbles out on the floor. He scores. By the way, he scored like two baskets in that nothing. game. He did nothing. He, he just, did nothing. He but, came out of the tunnel against the Lakers. But Walt they're Fra- playing Chamberlain right. and the Lakers and in the Ch- final. And, and Wilt, and it's in the Wilt bio. That you seen that documentary on Chamberlain? Fantastic. I think it's it Stars or Showtime. But anyway, he gets benched in that game. Chamberlain right? gets intimidated because you know the, the story goes Bill Russell would have knocked. You know him on his pukus, and right. who cares about Willis his bum knee? Yeah. And Willis Reed would have been done, and they would have gone on. But cha- that just kind of further enforced that Chamberlain didn't have the killer right, instinct. Right, didn't have that because right. Bill Russell beat him so many right. times. But that was the old man. Willis, Willis Reed, Reed, he came out of the yeah. tunnel. I mean, Both <laughs> legs were falling off. <laughs> Willis Reed, was in a, he's in a body cast. He goes for 20 he's against blinded. the Lakers. You know what the yeah. worst thing ever? Do you remember when Paul Pierce had to be removed from the court <laughs> in a wheelchair. Him, and then he comes shoulder. back in. Yes. Like, you can't come back in. They rolled right? him you like can't a three, come back Like, in. wasn't it like a three-wheel yeah. dolly? No, dude, they had yeah. a wheelchair. <laughs> they took him to the locker room in a wheelchair, and then he comes running out of the tunnel. It should have been, no, oh. <laughs> you can't do that, right? That wasn't heroic. That showed you what a wuss he was. <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean, that was just, all right, that was our Hawks talk. Hey, man, this Good hour Hawks is talk. brought to you by All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors. We will get Stake's take on DeJounte Murray's trade value if there is any coming up, and we will continue the conversation about burgers. We got a very fun, I think, last call about your favorite old-school buckhead haunts. That's all part of a big, meaty 6 o'clock on Dukes and Belt coming up. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or 
I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.